Joining us in the studio right now, direct from Ottawa to Collingwood, Terry Dowdle is our uh, Member of Parliament for Simcoe Gray. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. It's wonderful to be here. What a great day to start uh uh, driving in, beautiful weather for the drive, and, and the Leafs won in overtime. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they sure did. So it really is a good morning. Uh, Terry, last time we talked to you, uh, we kind of got things sorted as as far as, you know, your first couple of weeks in Ottawa go. And uh, as we understand, you've hit the ground running. As a first-time MP, you've already been named to a couple of committees. Yeah, I'm really excited to uh, be part of uh, National Defense. There's four conservatives on that. I'm the only uh, the newbie, the only newbie on that committee. So I really look forward. I know Meaford's not quite in our riding. Um, but uh, baseboarding is, which is the largest training base, and uh, I certainly want to make sure that we take care of and do whatever we need to for our men and women of, of the service and, and uh, take care of our veterans as well. And the other thing that I am the Deputy Shadow Minister of Small Business, which mm-hmm. is close to my heart because I have a small business and still <laughs> do, um, and uh, really looking forward to working with uh, the many businesses in our area and across Canada to find ways that uh, they can grow. Often we try and find ways to just get new businesses here with a, and kind of neglect some of the ones that are here already. So sometimes we have to reach out. They're the ones that uh, sponsor your local teams, um, events. Um, and as you know, as a radio station, they're the ones that really keep everything going. So uh, I'm really happy to be on that committee. Well, speaking about small business, I know something that's being talked about right now in the House of Commons is the new uh, free trade agreement in North America. Am I correct in saying it's been passed already by the U.S. and, and Mexico? It's just us that we're waiting on? Uh, that, that's correct. So we're, the, we're kind of the third party. We kind of got left out, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know if you followed it, when it from the beginning. Trudeau, we were kind of an afterthought instead of being one of the leaders in that. And uh, I will give credit where credit's due. It's not easy to deal with uh, the, the President of the United States probably in the negotiations. Uh, he likes to win most of the time. But that being said, I think there's ways that we could have approved on that uh, relationship. But we've uh, been re- basically working on that for the last couple uh, couple weeks in the House in discussion, and, and uh, we've been disappointed, our party, certainly the Conservatives, that uh, we weren't part of that process, and we didn't really actually see the legislation or the documents um, to really go over it and see what it's going to do. So I've had an opportunity to meet with many stakeholders uh, in Ottawa, some from here that have come down, um, whether it's the dairy industry or, or some of the other large industrial ones. So there's a lot of concerns with the Buy American, a lot of concerns from the dairy uh, industry as well, um, you know, and the automotive, which is a large part of what Honda, what the steel and the aluminum will do. So um, the Buy American is huge for a lot of companies here, and uh, I don't know if people follow it, but basically what it is, we have large companies, I'll give you an example, Decast, that uh, you know can't sell their product now in the United States, and uh, and the unfortunate part can't do tenders, can't do bids there, and yet the companies in the United States that are basically their competition are up here and they're allowed to tender and contract. Mm. So they're uh, bidding here and they're bidding it sometimes at, at their cost or below because they know that it's going to affect and hurt our businesses. I think so, a lot of times people don't realize how it does affect us locally. It's not just the grand scheme of it all in the larger companies. It, we are affected on, on a broader scale in our communities. There's many things to think about in this deal uh, going forward. Like I said, even even local, local dairy farmers, um, all farmers, um, there's so many things when you look across the board um, that we need to work on for all these people a lot of times even even the carbon tax from an environmental perspective eight um, percent this year it costs more that they're going to actually lose for local farmers because of the carbon tax because they pay more um, people in the city think it's a wonderful thing because they have transportation we don't have that up here um, sometimes we don't have those choices depending on the industry we're in and 12 percent they're saying it's going to increase by 2022 so 
we either have to raise the prices or the farmers are going to have to charge more to to do it so there's there's a lot of factors because we want affordable housing we want so when you look at it in the whole and the and the, the macro side of of the economy there's so many things to look at that really affect us right here mm-hmm. in our writing and we talk about uh, in the news today this morning uh, there's a lot of people who aren't getting where they need to go especially in between Toronto and Montreal um there's some blockades that are happening obviously to do with the the gas line yeah the coastal gas link pipeline uh, has went through all the uh, all the checks and balances and and it, it, it has passed and and it's supposed to be going forward and it's unfortunate that uh, people are are you know blocking it but protests are legal and we're okay with that but when it starts affecting other people i think that's uh, there's people not making it to work that you know all of a sudden won't be able to businesses won't be able to get product they're saying that there might be a shortage of, of propane and oil for some of the people uh, especially out in the west so we have to work together but at the end of the day there's there's many um indigenous communities that are for these projects too and it's almost democracy where they've said yes we're for it and uh, I, I think we you know as a society we, we respect that we want all opinions and that's what we do we want consultation but uh, at the end of the day it's been passed it's went through it and, and we are better to do those projects than other countries because our environmental standards are that much higher uh, than other ones and and the way we treat our workforce is that much better so um, we're better to do that um, than have other countries do it because the GHG gases will be much more um, carbon footprints way higher in other countries than it would be here. What happens in the near future? I mean, what, what steps can be taken if these protests continue to impact other people? Well, it, basically, the rulings come out now, and uh, I think, unfortunately, it's come up to the province to actually be the the, uh, the governing body to step in and, and, and deal with this, as opposed to, I think, quite frankly, it should be... Um, federally because it, it is affecting not just province one province it's, it's affecting all the provinces so uh, at some point in time uh, we we hope that they understand through discussion that uh, there are many indigenous communities that are for this project and, and they need to speak with one another as well and explain um, the benefits and to understand that there has been consultation but sometimes people aren't happy with the answer it happens even local municipally you have to if you lose on a vote the vote is over and you have to move on and and go forward and that's what makes democracy wonderful and that's really what this is all about we have to respect uh, our rule of law absolutely how often now are you in ottawa now that you've uh, taken over as mp so you're usually there 28 weeks a year, mandatory. So that's not without any other extra works committees, um, conferences that we have in Ottawa as well. So basically a lot of it's uh, compacted from now until June. So so the majority of the time, probably three out of four weeks would be on the average from now till June that I'm there. There'll be one week that you're back in the riding. I try to, uh, and have so far, uh, come home every Friday. I get home usually around 8 or 9 o'clock at night, and then I leave Sunday at noon. Mm-hmm. So I'm home for a day. I try to hit events uh, that I can. Uh, I'd like to go to more. It's it's hard. Uh, it's a huge riding, too. Uh, and then I go at noon because I don't really – I drive, and I don't really want to uh, – there's lots of deer when you go to Ottawa mm-hmm, yeah. on, on the highway. So if you can get there before the dark, that's that's the best. So many people have told me that. So I usually leave at noon. So it's not a whole lot of time at home. Um, but like I say, I like getting to the events that are here. Well, uh, the last time I saw you was actually at Sunnydale Winterama down in New Lowell. And I know you actually brought that up in the House of Commons. Isn't that right? Yeah, I took uh, an opportunity. And I hope to do a lot more of that to promote the local uh, events and businesses here. That's what I'm, uh, that's what I selected for, to, to bring awareness to our, our riding. So um, whether it's something as, as, you know, as happy and easy as events or, or it's uh, individuals that are having problems uh, with the government or businesses that we can help, that's really my role. And that was a fantastic time. 
and your office is now up and running and able to provide some services to the residents here. Yes, I'm happy to say that uh, we're staffed, we're running, we're looking for programs, we're reaching out uh, any stakeholder groups, uh, residents out there, opportunity. It's uh, If you have an opportunity, I have Anna that's uh, at the office here. She's wonderful and she's working with uh, as many, all the residents and constituents here to help them out uh, for any issues. We're going to start having some passport clinics as well as we're looking into some uh, income tax uh, seminars as well. And we'll be at a lot of events. You'll see us, especially over the summertime. We're hoping to have quite a few events. We'll be around. Terry, is there anything else that we haven't asked you you want to toss in? Uh, I just want to say uh, thanks for coming on. I wish everyone a happy new year. And if there's anything at all that my office can help you with, reach out uh, here in Collingwood. And I have an office in Alliston as well. Either one, reach out to us. Come in, see us in the weeks I'm here. Any of those uh, individuals or stakeholders in the community, uh, please get a hold of us in the weeks that I'm back and right. I'd love to sit down and uh, hear your issues and work with you. Terry Dowdle is our member of parliament here in Simcoe Gray. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on Talk of the Town. Thank you.